Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word, your daily podcast for inspirational scriptures for your time of prayer and meditation. We're concluding Proverbs 13, looking at verses 21 through 25 in the Easy English Translation or the Easy English Bible. And remember, these are wise sayings of King Solomon. It reads, trouble seems to follow sinners, but good people will receive good things. When a good man dies, his grandchildren get his money, but a sinner's money will go to those who are good. A poor man may have a lot of food from his farm, but a bad man near to him may destroy it. If you do not punish your son, you do not love him. If you do love him, you will punish him. The good man has enough food to eat, but bad men are always hungry. Again, this is Proverbs chapter 13, verses 21 through 25 in the Easy English Translation. And the commentary that I'm using gives the title, The Value of Correction. I'll be back for our uh, time of meditation. This is Hope Scott. I'm your host for Five Minutes in the Word. Thank you for listening to my daily podcast. You can continue to listen on anchor.fm, but if you subscribe to my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Tune in Radio, iHeartRadio, or any other major listening platform, you'll always know when a new episode is available. Thank you. Again, we're looking at Proverbs 13, verses 21 through 25 in the Easy English Bible. It begins by saying, Trouble seems to follow sinners. And you probably heard your parents or grandparents say about friends that you have that may have stayed in trouble, that every time you look up, it's like trouble is following this person, trouble catches up with this person, they can't seem to stay out of trouble. The uh, passage says, the commentary says that misfortune can and will pursue sinners. Solomon told us that evil uh, comes to the person who searches for it, in Proverbs 11 and 27. But here he says that the sinner doesn't even have to search for evil, but evil or disaster will pursue the sinner. And disaster could be a result of sin or just uh, ultimate punishment. By their very nature, sinners will pursue evil. Yet it's also true that evil pursues sinners. And thank God that we were sinners but we are saved by the grace of God. And the scripture says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But by the power of Christ Jesus, we're saved. The power of evil and Satan wants to keep uh, sinners in his grasp. Satan wants to keep sinners in his grasp. But thank God for the power of the Holy Spirit that snatches us from those uh, sinful Uh, thoughts and plans and plots of the devil. And Sodom and Gomorrah are examples of cities that were notoriously sinful. 
that God destroyed. And then uh, the second verse, 22, talks about the blessings of a good man, that upon their death, there's enough for, of an inheritance, inheritance for not just their children, but for their children's children. And I think that doesn't just mean uh, money. A, a legacy is also a great inheritance. Then we look at um, waste. Unused fields could yield plenty of food for the poor, but unjust people keep them from being formed. And uh, sometimes we think of poverty as just because of laziness, but that's not true. This uh, suggests that in some cases, poverty is a result of injustice. The unused ground uh, of the poor may exist because of the lack of justice. And even if you don't think of it that way, think about the unjust practices in our society where those who hold the power of the pen that can release things that help others, but they choose not to, say, um, I'm not saying it's satanic. I'm saying that this is what Solomon is talking about. They have it in their power to help. But because they, uh, because of the lack of justice, they uh, keep people in poverty. And I, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. And we're seeing it even in our times as our senators and our congressmen fight for just the simple things like uh, a living wage. And there are people who have a problem with that. But I'm not, I'm not a politician, so I'm not going there. And when we look at the story of Ruth and Boaz, Boaz instructed his harvesters to leave enough grain, enough kernels on the ground from his barley, uh, from the barley harvest to help Ruth and her mother-in-law. So there's something to think about. Uh, I mean, I didn't mean to preach because I'm not a preacher, but just that just made me think of that. In the next uh, verse, everyone has heard, uh, spare the rod, spoil the child. And the commentaries had quite a bit to say on this. Uh, of course, the Proverbs emphasizes the importance of discipline, viewing it as a matter of life and death. And we know that, you know, we have to discipline our children. In ancient times, in the ancient Near East context, Proverbs was probably understood as advocating for physical discipline of children. But it seems only for uh, when you had to do, when you had to, uh, spank a child for if teaching wasn't sufficient. And, you know, we have some kids that you can just tell them and they get the point. But you have some you have to show. So that's what that scripture was about. It says the discipline of parents, like the discipline of God, should be done to benefit the child and not should not be severe. And that last verse talks about, um, let me get back to it. I thought I thought I had it highlighted. The good man has enough food to eat, but bad men are always hungry 
and it gave the example of Elijah. Elijah was fed first with ravens, afterward by a widow, while the wicked of the in the country of Israel went hungry. And I've gone so far over my time. Father, we thank you for your word. Bless it, sanctify it. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.